with Kim Ravel. All right, Zach. I'm going to just really just right off the bat, Duran Duran, White Snake, Def Leppard, and Whitney Houston. Bingo. They all have, I got what it. All the, no, nope, what all do they card. have in common? What that, do all those like bands and artists have in common? Um, they are all bands that, I, I don't know. Great hair. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, Lori, hold on. All right, wait, wait. What do they all have in common? Answer, tell they, me. They have in common. They're from the 80s, okay? And I have on today the guest of August. Not only is she a dear friend, but she is so accomplished. She's an expert on the 80s. She was the co-founder and editor-in-chief of Teen People. She is a writer, radio host, a girl's girl. She has three, uh-uh, not one, not two, but three radio shows on Sirius XM right now. One of them is my favorite called, um, well, it's several. She's got one about women. She does a morning show and Lust for Lists. Uh, it's just an amazing show that happens every Saturday. Please welcome my dear friend and 80s expert, Lori Majewski. <laughs> date me, date me, 80s expert. <laughs> I know. No, I say that because what do you think all those bands and those people had in common, Lori? Well, yes, the 80s. But every time you mentioned a different artist, I pictured their hair. <laughs> See, that's why I love All you. about the hair. <laughs> no. And, I mean, and who has hair left now? <laughs> amen. That's it. I mean, drop the mic on that one. No, I mean, seriously, Lori, I call you 80s expert just because it, probably everybody listening to this podcast right now is obsessed with the, now the 80s are called the oldies. I can't believe that. But you truly, I know, right? But my kid said it's old. My kid called me old. He said, that's the oldies. Oh, my God. I know. No. This is I know. real? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my 14-year-old said that's the oldies, Mom. But see, the way we would call like the 50s and the 60s right. oldies, they have an affinity for the 80s that we never had they really for did. our parents' music. Wonder why that is, Lori. I think because I, I've said this since the year 2000, I think kids and their parents are like friends. When we were growing up, it was like, you know, when you watched the Peanuts and you heard the parents in the background, it was like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> and then with John Hughes films, the parents were always oh. the, do- the dopey people. You know, who forgot their own daughter's birthdays, like they were dopey. I feel that the relationship has changed around the late 90s. When I was like a teen people, I, I, I would see the relationship between like Justin Timberlake and his mother. And they were like best friends. Yeah. And then yeah. I would notice that like parents and their kids shopped at the same stores and like swapped clothes. I would never no, wore no. anything that my parents wore. Yeah. So there's a closer relationship now. I think a breakdown of the authoritarianness, you know, like a lot of parents want to be their kids' friends. So I don't want to get all socio-cultural, but like, I think No, but it makes it. total sense. It makes total sense. And, and let's just be honest. I mean, there's just nothing like the 80s music. I mean, you are, you know, my husband is a Smith's, nut fan, super fan, loves them, follows them, still follows a lot of the band members. You are the same way with Duran Duran. Is that what, is that what puts you into this radio slot? Like, how did you get in this world of entertainment, Lori? I want to start by saying the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, class of 2022, nominated 
Duran Duran. <laughs> Legitimizing my life. That is so cool. <laughs> Do you think Duran Duran's going to, to hit the jackpot this year? I have been paying off as many voters as I can. I mean, asking as many people <laughs> to vote for them as I can. And this morning on CNBC, my husband is in finance. And he came over and showed me a clip from CNBC, the, you know, financial network. Right. And, he, and it, it, there, there were these guys in suits saying, hey, did you see Duran Duran's nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year? I hope they get in. And I was like, wow, the way the world has turned, because for a long time, anybody who was a man couldn't even admit to it. Well, couldn't even admit the love. Why do you think that is? Because were they considered a tad cheesy? Oh, jealousy. Jealousy. Because in high school, every girl loved Duran Duran. The guys, they felt like they couldn't compete. And that's true. (laughs) But my husband found out the secret. Oh, yeah. Love Duran Duran. Be a Durani yourself and you'll get the girls. Your husband looks like he could be a member of Duran Duran with his hair. His hair alone is why you married him. I, I, I get your relationship. That is, you get me when I get you, you get that. Yeah. And by the way, his money. name is John. His name is John. <laughs> and my ex-husband was Simon. <laughs> Not okay. a lie. I upgraded. <laughs> upgraded. <laughs> to John Taylor. I mean, John Clifford. That's amazing. But you know what? You have had such a colorful career. I mean, you are a writer. You co-founded, you know, an editor-in-chief of Teen People. Um, You've been executive editor for U.S. Weekly, Entertainment Weekly. Why do you feel so passionate about entertainment? And how have you merged into this radio voice for all of us listening from our generation? How did that happen, Lori? And you're going to think this is a joke. It's not. When I was 11 years old, I was reading a magazine, Star Hits magazine, and I was reading an interview with Duran Duran. And there was, I looked at the name. It said Suzanne Cologne. Mm -hmm. Suzanne Cologne. And so I was like, I want to do what she does. Mm -hmm. If she can do it, I can do it. And everything I did from then on was in the name of getting that kind of a job. And now I think it's expanded, uh, you know, at the time, not by much, my, my, not by much is true, not by much, but we'll get there at the time. My career was solely based on the fact that I wanted to meet Duran Duran. And by the time <laughs> I was 18, I'd already interviewed them. And I started a fanzine wow. devoted a hundred percent to them. But after a while, I, I, I interned at, at spin magazine, at sassy magazine, uh, I was at YM and then I got to teen people and I realized I wanted to do two things. I wanted to be a storyteller and I wanted to tell the stories of disenfranchised people. And wow. in, in short, at teen people, we were the first magazine where we talked about same sex couples going to prom. Right. You know, we, we, it was really important to us to tell those types of stories that weren't being told. Like let 17 magazine, tell the story of the lipstick you wear to prom. We wanted to tell a different type of story that we felt wasn't being heard. And all these years later, I'm the co-host. I mean, I'm the host of fierce women in music on Sirius. And can we just admit that all these years later, women, 51% of the population are still a disenfranchised group. How is that? 
Well, that was my next comment to you because I, I will say this about you, Lori. Um, from one girl's girl to another, you you really champion the female voice in a predominantly all male environment. And I'm not look. I'm not a male basher. I live with three men. I have two sons and and my husband, and they're all beautiful, amazing men. I love them dearly. But let's let's just break it down. I mean, women. Women now are still disenfranchised. We are still fighting for that voice on the mic, in the corporate boardroom, even at the PTA meeting. So why are you championing women so much? I mean, you have a son. So it's like, I mean. I have a son. I have only had male cats. (laughs) And I, you know, I have had a boyfriend or a husband since I'm 17. So I have been with men. I love men. I do too. And this is. This this weird Duran Duran that keeps coming up. I love those five men since I was eleven, and they showed me the world. They yes. championed women. People think, oh, but Lori, they were sex symbols, and yes, they were. And what's wrong with that, Lori? What's nothing? Wrong with that? Right, nothing. But if you look at their videos, like in Rio. The girl in the video, Rio, she gets the best of them every time. She ensnares them in her trap. Like, this is what they have always been about, about women kind of taking the crap of men. Yes, women in charge. Girls Hungry like the wolf. Hungry like the wolf. Hungry like... Exactly, if you remember that video. Oh, honey. That was controversial. My mom was like, you're going to die and go to hell watching that video. You know, oh... Oh my God. Remember when that was edgy though? Do you remember that? It was. And girls on film had boobies. Well, I do too, but they're hanging a lot lower than hers. But anyway. 40 years I, I, later. I, yeah, but you're right. Yeah. That, so those two things go together. And I feel like yeah. in, it, it, things that girls have liked have always been seen as frivolous, as uncool, as they can't possibly be talented. So Duran Duran, honestly, because young women champion them from the get-go, we come back to this Rock and Roll Hall of Fame thing. It's taken so many years for them to be recognized, I believe. Because, because they were people, a girls' band? They were a girls' band. They're not serious, you know? And and I think that that's something that our whole lives, women have been have been tasked with. Proving that we're serious, proving that we're equal. We have to work twice as hard to get where we are. When we started... The, the Fierce Women in Music show, I got a tweet that week from a guy saying, so when is there going to be a Fierce Men in Music show? <laughs> and I was like, do you really seriously not get it? That every day no. is men in music. Every day is about it. When we, pe- when we see people take shots at women and not at musicians full stop, Damon Alborn from Blur, mm. in the last year, he took down Adele, and he attempted to take down Taylor Swift. That is not a coincidence. Right. He, he considers himself this progressive and enlightened person. But he's taking down these, these people because he Why can't, do you think that is? Because he can't see that a woman is doing better than he is. Now, if you were to ask him that, he would never admit that. And he might not know that. What I'm trying to do is break down why we look at things the way we do. And the truth is women aren't seen as serious anything. But I don't know how that can be, Lori, when you look at Taylor Swift's serious bank account. I mean, doesn't in a world where money talks, 
I mean, it's undeniable. Adele is like, yeah, I'm not going to make another album for another five years. Bump that. Because she can. Well, she, there's no desperation there. She wants to stay home with her kid. She, she, and she has that opportunity because of her success. You just hit it. She wants to stay at home with her kid. That's where women belong. That's where women belong, Kim. Mm. This is, this is, but listen, well, we you know, you and I are very, we're, you and I are so, you know, uh, business minded. But can we ha- can we do both? Can we have it all? I mean, I know the answer to that question, but I want you to answer it because you're on with the show. help. Yeah, amen. It takes a village, but you're you're an incredible mother, and you know, I've seen the way you've built this career. And I'm sure you've had boardroom conversations where you can't even believe that you're sitting there and you have to deal with this crap. Oh, girl. You know, because the thing about Taylor Swift is not only did Damon Albarn come for her and say, you know, he came for her as a songwriter. Now, if there's one thing you know of about Taylor Swift is that she made her name on writing songs. She writes her own songs and she's written her own songs since she was in a tween. Okay. Adele. It, when she backed out of her Vegas residency a couple weeks ago, I actually saw a journalist, of course, a guy in the New York uh, Daily News say, I hear it's because she's there's trouble in paradise with her boyfriend and she had to run home to England because oh. she was so upset. Come I'm, on. What? Meanwhile, she turns up with a diamond ring. Doesn't look like much trouble in paradise. <laughs> But you see, women, why can't we have it all? Why won't you let us have it all? We have to mm -hmm. work twice as hard. And guess what? We're doing it and we're winning. Yeah, but they don't like that. Yeah, I know they don't. And I, I'm in, in, in whenever we challenge that authority, which I always teach my children, you have to come under authority, but at times you have to challenge it when it doesn't make sense and it doesn't feel right, you know, in your gut and in who you are as a person, you have to challenge authority. But why do you think when we do that, Lori, as women, we're whining, we are complaining, we are nagging, we are, you know, just give us our little bit of money, put us in a corner and please shut up. Why is that? Why does that bother them so much when we challenge, you think? Because they, I think there's a sense psychologically that women have, have had a lot of success and men want that success to be on their terms. Mm, when oh, a woman wow. speaks up, when a woman says the way she wants it, you know, it's one thing for a woman to be successful. There are, there are plenty of, you know, at this point, women in charge of corporations. Sure. There was a More woman so in charge ever. of the Grammys. And then after like six months, she was fired. And it's like, wait, why? Well, what men want to brag about the fact that, that they put a woman in charge. But then a, when a woman asserts, her authority and takes charge. Wait, 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 wait. We didn't want you to do that. <laughs> yeah. I remember sitting in a boardroom one time um, and there was a young man who was a Harvard grad, brilliant young man. And um, he was challenging me and he said, do you even know about manufacturing? And I thought, well, I've been doing it for 15 years, but, and I know you haven't because you ain't all but 32 years old. So I know... <laughs> I know you can't be doing as long as that. So and he never manufactured anything, but he was schooling me. And I thought to myself as a woman, if if men only knew in these boardrooms, in these situations, what goes through our mind is when we're sitting there going, bless his heart. That's what we do in the South. You know, when we think you an idiot, we like bless your heart, you know? And I think for women, 
there is a partial, because I had to play the game a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I know. Okay. Let's talk about the game. And what I mean by the game is you got to, you got to play the system to get where you want to go without compromising your personal character, integrity, and standards. Do you have to play the game, Lori, in your position? You don't get a show called Fierce Women in Music (laughs) on a platform, a major media national platform without playing the game. Yeah. And sometimes it's about letting them think that you aren't playing the game, that you you have to let it playing the game sometimes means letting them think that it's their idea. Yeah. Is that and wrong? I hate that. I, I was gonna say it's wrong. I, you know, I, I used to it used to bug me <laughs> in my younger years. And now I'm like, hey, whatever I got to do to get where I got to go again without compromise. And the more time you sit there complaining and rap, yeah. you, you're not getting the work done. You're right. not you're not. You're taking time away from raising your family, you know, so I've learned to be more chill about it, I think. But like what you just said about that boardroom with the 32 year old guy, Mm -hmm. like I'm sitting there thinking uh, it's called mansplaining for a reason. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like it's so obvious sometimes that you can't believe that you're being mansplained like this. Like, but what is your goal? If you stay focused on your goal. Your goal, if you were to say that, if you were to say, all right, that's wonderful, mansplainer, you know, and you, so you, you've now hurt his ego because you pointed out something and he now doesn't like you and he might not allow you to succeed in that area that you're trying to get a deal done or whatever. So sometimes I hate it, but this is something I've been trying to explain to younger women who come along at a time that. Me too exists. Right. Right. And, 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 and women have a lot more, a lot less patience for BS today. Yes, we do. Right. But I have to say, we come from a time where we knew we had to play the game. So sometimes if you want to win, it's chess, just being, just hold your tongue sometimes and get your piece ready. Well, and I want to say this, and it's a perfect segue to talk about as women, it's not a time to be offended. You know, you you can't sit in the offense of they don't get it, they don't get me. They I, I recently had a situation where I had a man say to me, I can't believe you're doing this, and I won't get into the details of it. But I said to him, I said, well, honey, I don't have to eat the crumbs at your table. I'm just going to go get in, I'm going to another table. And I just saw his mind go, Poof! I wasn't offended by what he was saying. I was like, well, I can't work with you because you don't get it. You, 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 you're not as bright as I thought you were. So now I'm going to go go sit at another table with some more, you know, brighter, more imaginative people that get it. So how would you speak to a young group, you know, of journalists, of young DJs, of young women coming up in this entertainment world when they do come up against this mansplaining or this, here, stay in your place, leadership. You know, I'm still learning myself, Kim, because I've had a morning show on the Sirius XM volume platform for six years. And the co-host is a guy called (laughs) Feedback. And he's a very progressive thinking man. Sure, He's a man of color. And I'm an ally to him for sure. But sometimes he says things and I'm like, do you not hear the words that are coming out of your mouth? And I'll tell you, I've called him on it and it's caused 
a lot of angst between mm-hmm. us. Now we're like brother and sister, so right. we fight anyway. In retrospect, in hindsight, there are a few times I wish I didn't say something. Right. But hearing your example, there are a few times you have to say something. Yeah. And it depends. You're holding the cards and you're like, how close am I to a full house? You know, there is times to burn down the house and there are times that you just want to seal the deal. And and there are times that I, I should have let it go. I'm going to be honest. And then there are times that you just, you got to stand up you for yourself, yeah. right? In times of danger and times of a potential sexual assault, right? you know, um, these things you cannot let go. You cannot let go, not only for yourself, but for the woman that stands behind you. Sure. Right. But when is it a time of ego? When is it a time of when yes. you brush it off? Yes. And and move on and still get your goal. Those things I think are really important. And I've let my ego get the best of me. Oh, who has a it? few times? Yeah. Who has it? I mean, you know, we're human and that's the beauty of it. But I also also say to men who are in leadership, um, do you have a daughter? Because when when I think every you man like that? Yeah, because Zach has Great. two daughters. I think it's I think every man needs a daughter and it, it because they just it's a different type of perspective. I always say, do you have a daughter? Because I don't, I don't think you would be treating your, would you want somebody t- treating your daughter like this? You know, it's, it's one of those things where we're, I'm hopeful. Let me say that, Lori. I'm very hopeful because it's women like you that are taking that machete and carving out that path that has been so overgrown for so long. And, and you're doing it. You really are. So and back so to, are you. Well, I Let's do, just say God gave us sons for a reason. I know. <laughs> well, I hope it is not just to, for they to smell like butt and I don't sit on a clean toilet seat. I can tell you that because I'm about tired of that. <laughs> tired of that. Exactly. Remember, it's called LOL. <laughs> yeah, I laugh a lot so I don't cry. And bring. We're paying the bills. Skip the meal prep this summer with Factors Ready to Eat Meals and enjoy all these warmer and sunnier days, y'all. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month while the subscription is active. I love my Factor Meals and I've started hiding them from my family because they love the weekly menu of 35 options and the more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, Lunch, even snacks and beverages. I'm telling you, they've got everything to help you feel good about what you're eating all day long. Y'all, they're delicious. They're high quality, chef prepared, absolutely never frozen, and they're on the table in less than two minutes. Factor meals eliminate all the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Y'all, I don't have time for all of that. All you do is simply heat it up and savor the good stuff. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus an extra 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hopefully you won't have to hide your factor meals like I do because they're that good. Maybe you will. LOL, Kim Cabell, LOL. Kimberbell, yeah. Let's get back to Duran Duran and this and this music vibe that you've got going on. So, can you say that Duran Duran really propelled you into the career, this glamorous, wonderful career that you have today? 
People think I'm nuts, but a hundred percent. I can say that Duran Duran has, through God, Duran Duran has given me everything I have today. The fact is that it's not just about them. It's about what they represent to me. You know, when I see their video on the Eiffel Tower, A View to a Kill, it's not just, oh God, they're so hot and this is a great song. It's, wait, the Eiffel Tower, Paris. I live in a small town. What can I do? How can I get out there and see the world? Wow. Right? When, you know, when I, I meet people all around, from all around the world because of them, you know, I speak French probably because of them, not very well. But I, there's a lot of things that, that they opened my mind to. Yeah. And traveling. They gave is, you a sense of a adventure. A, sense, a of sense, sense of adventure. Yeah. Another thing, I can do anything. Mm. These are guys from, they're not, one of them's from London, but the two founding members of the band are from the Midlands of England, from a town no one really ever talks about. They had this idea that they wanted to succeed in a certain way. They made a list. Uh, One thing was within five years, we will play Madison Square Garden. Wow. And they did. They actually accomplished that. And hearing them talk about that, you know, that inspired made me think I can do this too. Why mm. not? So I think that's it. You know, it's not just Duran Duran. It's that sense. I mean, I, I wouldn't have known where Sri Lanka was, mm. you know, I, I wanted to, to, to have a life that was not ordinary. And they made me see that that was possible. Wow. And I'm serious. I mean, that's, kind of, they have a, this, this charm and charisma, but also confidence. They always showed confidence. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I have a goal. I'm going to interview them or I'm going to be a journalist. You know, I, I, I have a worldly outlook on life and I'm going to go and get it. You know, I, I'm thinking as you're saying this, you know, cause a lot of us parents are like, put your phones down, quit watching those ridiculous YouTube videos. But don't you think that's kind of the same thing today for our generation? Like my kids, my oldest son is obsessed with trading cards like basketball. And he follows these guys who does this inboxing and he, he started his own business all because of, and I'm th- and I used to think this is so stupid. Why is he on it? The- but now I'm like, what is that? His Duran Duran? You know what I mean? It is. And, and you have to give them the tools mm-hmm. and the patience and the support to go after it. I mean, there are plenty of people who are playing video games and then they, you know, that's the, the theme of the new matrix, right? Yeah. <laughs> he may, he becomes a billionaire. The video game. Yeah. Right. By, by coming up with a video game. Um, there are many different things out there and I just think happiness is the most important. And if, yeah. If you chase something just for money, or if you chase something just because your parents watch you to, that's, that's not living a life. Like when I look mm-hmm. back, I'm not going to mm-hmm. really talk about Duran Duran. I may not even talk about teen people, or, but I'm going to say, I met a lot of people. I yeah. heard their stories. I helped them tell their stories. Right. That to me is the most important thing. And it all happened because look, my parents I used to wait outside hotels for Duran Duran. I was 16. <laughs> my father walked around to hotels in New York City with my picture. Do not allow her to stand in your hotel. Do not. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was ridiculous. And at the time, I think that they thought I was nuts. But I was yeah. I was also, I, I never had a drink till I was 25. I was a good girl 
with a singular vision and a mission. And I, I think if they would have said, let me come watch you this with you, let me take you to a concert. That would have been a good thing because they could have seen how serious I was about it. Yeah, they would have gotten it. Oh, that's such a good word for everybody listening. Like, pay attention to those passions and pursuits of our young people. They're not just silly video games all the time. And they're not just, you know, silly cards. Sometimes it really leads to something bigger. Like, you know, three radio shows on Sirius XM. <laughs> passion. Right? Passion is everything. It is. And my husband, when, when we first got together, he said, I like your passion. And we met, ready, at a Duran Duran concert. <laughs> And he saw me across the room and he said, how do you know the words to every song song. that for for songs that hadn't come out yet? Because he's a big fan. And he's like, I needed to, I felt like you had this passion. You radiated passion. And I had to get, and I was like, see, yeah, see, I cannot, I got to meet Duran Duran and say, dudes, like now they've helped you create your family. Yes. I love it's amazing. it. Absolutely. I love this idea of passion. And I'm coming in with a Zach attack for you. Oh, Lord. Okay. Lori, this is a fun segment that we do on the show that Kim has no idea what's coming. Mm-mm. This one I'm calling free association. Okay. We're going to follow our passions into some free association. Oh, Lord. 1980s style. Okay. <laughs> so... Here's the thing. I was born in 86, so I was a baby of the 80s. (laughs) So like everyone my age, I learned about the 80s through the TV show, I Love the 80s. So of course- Missed that show! Right? Those shows are amazing. Yeah. I went through their long list of 80s things, and I found some key moments from the 80s that I'm going to tell you about, and I want you to free associate. So that means- Verbalizing without censorship, okay? Just say whatever comes to mind. Okay. No matter how embarrassing, illogical, irreverent, doesn't matter. I want to hear what these things make you feel, okay? Lord, okay. You ready? Lori, you're first. (laughs) Oh, I'm doing it too? Oh, Oh, yeah. About you. We'll answer, but you go first. I always throw my guest under the bus. Go ahead. Here we go. You ready, Lori? Do you have any questions for me? So, free associate? <laughs> yes. What is hey. the first thing that comes to your mind when I say members-only jackets? The mall. Ooh, okay. that's a good one. The mall. Uh, my dad now. <laughs> <laughs> the mall is everything. That's everything. Yeah. Very go-round. No, stop. Like, I was thinking of those stores, like, Spencers. right Spencers. 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 Did you just say merry-go-round for real? Yes. Oh, girl. I don't even know what that is. That's why we're good friends, Lori. <laughs> you get me. My you husband get me. worked at merry-go-round. Stop. Okay. Yeah. Just, you know. Are malls dead, though? Are malls dead? Are malls dying? They're pretty much. It's, they're on the de- decline. Merry-go-round, a revisit of merry-go-round could bring them back. Go ahead. Okay. Lori, you're first. Rubik's Cube. Impossible. <laughs> I was going to say frustrating. Nerd. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I could never do Did you ever finish a Rubik's Cube? I did when I pulled the stickers off. I knew put, you were going to say that. It's the truth. God, God knows my heart. That was the truth. I pulled them stickers off and put them where I wanted them. That's it. Mm-hmm. You're like, I could do this in one minute. Yep. 
That's pretty funny. Okay. Love it. Here's a good one for you. Kim, I want you to go first in this one. Okay. Let's give Lori a break. Okay. okay. Rob Lowe. Oh, hottie McTotty. <laughs> He's still hot. Hot was the first word. St. Elmo's fire. Oh, St. Elmo's fire. <laughs> we played that saxophone. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Didn't you love that movie? Yes. What, that, what were the they called? I'm cold. So I'm cold. <laughs> no, but Lori, what were they called? I can't remember. The Brat Pack. The Brat Pack. That's it. Yep. The Brat Pack. I could have so been a part of the Brat Pack. So. I was so bratty. Anyway. <laughs> Okay. How about big 80s hair and big bangs? Bon Jovi. Living on a prayer. You know what? I'm going to say Tani Katan on the, uh, you know, hood of the white snake car, that white car. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that video? That made a lot of teen boys happy. It did. Can I just Just say big hair? Y'all are talking about music videos a lot. I watched a bunch of music videos to prep for this episode. And Olivia Newton-John's physical oh God, love scandalized that. me. Well, that was a, that was edgy back then. Don't you remember that, Lori? It was banned. I, oh, yeah. it was banned because... Why do you think it was banned, Seth? For the two guys holding hands? Or they that's exactly yeah. Oh, is that it? And okay. that's barely noticeable because of all the crotch shots. There was a lot of male There's crotch shots. There's a lot of close-up crotch shots. And they had the, like, you know that vibrating thing that you'd put on your butt or whatever, and it would and vibrate? And it was shaking like, the cheeks? And then there's a close-up <laughs> of the cheek. There's a lot in that video. Well, this is the thing. The most memorable thing I remember about the video, Lori, is her haircut. Remember? she That was the first coming on of the mullet. Do you remember that? She And I still have that haircut today. Mm-hmm. I love me some <laughs> Olivia Newton-John. You need the headband, though. <laughs> Let's get physical. Mm, okay. Okay. Here's one that's going to live forever. Um, but I don't know how I feel about it. Cats on Broadway. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. I'm going to just say I tried to get Travis to go to the cats on Broadway. And he said, absolutely not. So I've never seen it. Okay. So you ready for this? It's yep, just going to keep coming back. Come on. I waited outside Cats while Duran Duran was watching it inside, and they left during the intermission. And there you go. Okay, everything. Everything Everything goes back back to Duran Duran. Yep. I love you. Stop it. I love it. It's embarrassing. No, it is so addicting. (laughs) That is so funny. Okay. We We all want that line. Travis and I get each other. Oh, my gosh. He's the same way. Everything goes back to a Smith song. I mean, everything in his life. And it is so attractive. He's so hot because of that. (laughs) Okay, Kim, you're up for this one. Ready? Okay. Double polos. Oh, preppy, McPrep prep. I used to wear the neon double polos all the time with the jelly bracelets. Yep, sure did. I'm thinking jelly shoes, but it is prep. It, it's a preppy thing. I wasn't a preppy person. So when you said double, double I know what polo is, but what is double polo? The two, the two, we used to wear one polo shirt and then, and then, and a lot of guys did it. And then they would wear another color on top of it. So it, it was double, there was one on top of each other. Okay. You never saw this, that? This is news to me, but I'm okay. going to tell you something right now. I am going on the eighties cruise next week. This is you not a lie. And I think I'm going to make that one of my outfits. I want to go on the eighties cruise. You need to. It is the best party. And it's like high school without the clicks. 
Like everyone's yes. wonderful and we're just loving the music and it's fun. You oh my gosh. 80s cruise. Okay. Next year, like I'm booking it for me and Travis. Where does Zach the 80s can't cruise, believe this. Where does the 80s cruise go? Um, this year, the 80s cruise is going to St. Thomas and yes. St. Vincent, but that's beside the point. Because, who cares? Like, who, no one wants to leave the boat. I will tell you that the 80s cruise was the last thing I did because the world locked down while I was on the 80s cruise. I remember that. And so it's appropriate that this is one of the first things I'm doing. (laughs) Is there any 80s bands that are going to be there? Yes. ABC, Human League, Modern English, uh, Paul Young, John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. Oh, why would you not do that? A Depeche Mode cover band. I was going to say Depeche Mode is going to be on the 80s cruise. And she went cover band. (laughs) (laughs) Got to slide that in there. Okay, I got two more. I love it. Okay. Baywatch. Big boobs. <laughs> Red bathing suit. Mm. With the bouncing big boobs. With the boobs. Mm-hmm. And there was a mullet in there too. There was. What in the days David Hasselhoff had the mullet? He did. I did a okay. story, a cover story once, and I had to go to the set of Baywatch. <gasps> and I saw them running on the beach time and time again with the people following them. And then they make it in slow motion. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. That was also, you know, a, a young girl and young guy's dream. Is that the 80s? Was, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That, that must have been late 80s. Baywatch is 88. Yep. Trying to catch Zach out. Yep. Baywatch is 88 next to Elf, but I'm not going to ask you that one. The last one I'm okay. going to ask you. <laughs> All right, wait. Based on Lori's silent reaction, Elf. Bizarre. Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but the last one. <laughs> that was hilarious oh my gosh okay so here's class eight cats okay it's bizarre go. the whole thing was just like what yeah, yeah. elf was weird i i, but I watched got, it yeah i did i just it never it, it never made sense though right like i'm not missing something it just never made sense it never made get. sense okay. but that's i think yeah. that that's a lot the of 80s. That's okay yeah that's okay <laughs> the feet, Lord, it's okay <laughs> Ready? And one of my favorite things from the 80s, Michael Jackson's Thriller. I'd say one glove, but I'm going to say canceled. Yeah. Mm. I will say that I remember watching that video. Of course, you know, growing up in the South, my mom was like, people coming out from them graves. (laughs) You know, but... I just thought hilarious. It was the truth. And I just remember coming, running home from school and just, I was kind of a, my parents worked. So I was like a latchkey kid. So I'd go in there and I got me a snack. Of course, you know, I'm going to have my food and I was watching going, this is so amazing. It is. I still do the dance. Uh Uh-huh. That's a good one. All right. Well, thank you for playing uh, our Zach attack today and for free associating with me. (laughs) Okay. It was wonderful. I know we have to go. I have to go. I've got to ask you one last question, but let me go ahead and tell everybody listening. You've got to go follow Lori Majewski. You also got to check out all of her shows on Sirius XM. Uh, there's three of them. There's Fierce Women in Music. It's the daily show that she does. What is the daily show? I've got it here. Um, it's called Feedback, Feedback. Channel 106. Volume 106. And then my favorite, Lust for List, on the um, XM First Wave show. I love that show. Um Check her out, social media, everything. She's even written a book. Amazing. Please tune in and listen to Lori Mature. She is an expert on the 80s, but also 
She's a powerful woman getting it done. That's why I love you. One last question. I love you so much. Takes one to know one. And she said, you have had everyone on your show. Like I was looking at your show. uh, You have had just incredible people on your show. Well, that was uh, that was one of my last questions. I want to say, who is your most favorite interview other than Duran Duran? I'm going to have to count them out that you've ever done on your radio show. Um, I would say a couple of years ago, I had Tanya Tucker and Brandy Carlisle on together because Brandy produced Tanya Tucker's latest record, which won country album of the year a couple of years back. And something she, Tanya Tucker is badass. She brought tequila. She brought two dogs, her two dogs with her. And she just, she tells it like it is. She's lived her life on her terms. And one of the songs on that record is extremely poignant. It's called bring me flowers while I'm living. Yeah. And if that is not a theme for everyone, because it's not just, you get your flowers while you're living. It's give those flowers while those other people are living. And that has stuck with me. She is an incredibly powerful woman and she's, she's been up, she's been down. Uh, but the fact that she's thinking about her mortality and she's like, you know what? Celebrate me now. Mm. Celebrate everyone now. Mm. Don't wait. Cause every time someone dies, it trends on Twitter. Oh no, they die. Well, yeah, tell them while they're living why they're so great. Yeah. And she is the ultimate girl's girl. I mean, she's been fighting the fight for decades. Absolutely. All right, my last question, and I think it's my best one. I really do. And you might have to think about this hard. I doubt it. What is the best makeout song ever? Oh, my God. I know, right? Choose carefully. Very uncharacteristic of me, it is not the 80s. But Dream On by Aerosmith. Oh, because of the build. It's a build. I was trying to say that, and I thought it was a little dirty to say on LOL. No, but no, it is. (laughs) No, no. totally get it. Totally get it. it. Make out in a car. You probably aren't going to go the whole way anyway, but You're there's not. a lot of excitement. But you Dream want on. to. Dream, Dream on. on. I'd just like to point out that Lori added the in a car part. <laughs> <laughs> but this is, oh. I think this sums up the whole podcast. It's like pursue your passions, make out in the back of a car, follow, be a fangirl, whatever you, fan guy, whatever you want to do. But dream on, people. Dream on. Drop mic. I love you, girl. Will you come back? I love you. <laughs> I will come back. I will be, I, we got to hang out more, Kim. You are. You get me. My sister from another mother. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, Lori, come back and be with us. Y'all check out Lori Majewski on SiriusXM. Google her, follow her on all of her social media platforms. She's going to be sending me pictures of her new house soon. I cannot wait. And I love you so much. Till next time, Zach and I say peace out, Cub Scouts. And don't forget, live out loud, laugh out loud, love out loud, and lean into the 80s out loud. All right? Check it out. Bye, y'all. LOL. Kim, you know it. LOL. You, Kim, you know it. Yeah.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you overworked, underpaid, exhausted, but love your kids so much and want to be the best mama for them? How about the best version of you? You deserve that. I'm Gianna Demedio-Simon. And I'm Casey McDonald-Hosmer, and we are moms who absolutely love our new roles in life. But man, were we not prepared for some of the fine print in the job description. We want a connection with our children and our partner that doesn't come at the cost of the relationships with our own selves. We're helping you mother up every Monday on your favorite podcast player. Also, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash at motheruppod. If you love the show, make sure to follow LOL with Kim Gravel in your favorite podcast app. New episodes come out every Thursday. LOL with Kim Gravel is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Theme music by Taco Pella. Head to lolkim.com for more information and to join our mailing list. Thanks for listening.